0: Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today.
1: Okay, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tig? Cheryl.
2: Listen, it's a really fun episode to listen. This is our holiday episode.
3: Mm-hmm. It will not disappoint. And I think people will be relieved to know that we considered <laughs> discussing the fruitcake fraud. Is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah. We were gonna watch Fruitcake Fraud again and talk about it all over again, but <laughs> just we, in the way that that fruitcake shows up every year, <laughs> so is that documentary? And we might
2: still do that one year, maybe ne- maybe next year, but not today. Yeah. Today we're doing yeah. something fresh and new. Right? It's a very topical uh, in the zeitgeist. Yeah, <laughs> is that a word? That's a word. Yeah. So we're just gonna get right into it because there's a lot. There's a lot. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Santa Camp. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast
3: about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling.
1: fiddling. I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl... Are following in the
3: sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready.
2: Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey,
3: Tig. Hey. <laughs> hey, Cheryl. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing okay. As I was mentioning before, <laughs> I Stephanie and I were out very late last uh, night. You're trying to recover. I am trying to recover. It sounds like I'm. I'm not. I'm not hungover, but I. Just don't normally stay out that late, and I had a couple of drinks, and then you know you have kids that come in at six in the morning. They come in with so much energy, like everybody ready. It's like, yeah. Hey. And luckily, Stephanie's father spent the night last oh. night because he's moved out, uh-huh. so he stayed the night, and I think he got up oh, with that's them. So nice. But also, Stephanie, she's really good about getting she can up. She power through. Yeah, and you're just whereas crawling. I was like, oh
2: boy. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny because I, I I was with Rachel Harris last night. We would live close to each other. So it was just like, just come over here. And we, she came over at like 6 and at 8.15. We were like, whoa. We had no idea what time it was. But we were like, all right, I guess we should call it a night. We looked at the clock and it was 8.15. <laughs> and we're like, this is a Saturday night. We were like, what has <laughs> happened to us? What? <laughs>
3: We were on to our second party wow. at 8.15. 15 Our first party started at 5.
2: Yeah, that was probably in, I don't want to say older people, but see, that sounds like a reasonable time
3: to start a party.
2: <laughs> well,
3: it's funny people you have mention that kids it. or people that... Yes, but also Stephanie and I have this group of friends that we meet up with, and I would say the median age is 75. <laughs> And I am serious. Does it
2: make you guys feel really young when you hang out with them?
3: <laughs> I, I'm well, I'm sure Stephanie, she's fifteen years younger than me, so <laughs> especially young. But they're just such a great yeah. group and they're so fun. And yeah. um You just like start so, a little earlier and ended yeah. a little earlier. It's like great. I'll Five do it. o'clock and then uh moved on to the next beat of the evening. That was your downfall. Yeah.
2: Oh uh, here well. I am. Here you are. I'm very Here proud of you.
3: It's the season. <laughs> proud of me for going out. <laughs> I am
2: proud of you for going out <laughs> to two parties at in one night, which is very yeah. exciting. But also for just showing up. That's ninety five percent of.
3: That it, is. What's is that saying? what people say? Isn't that the same? Is saying? it ninety
2: five? Is it what is the saying? What is the percentage? It's nine. There's no way to know. Showing up is ninety five percent of it. That doesn't sound like a good slogan. <laughs>
3: But it's true. Success. I've noticed is that. It, are they talking about success? I don't know what it is. I'm mm. sure success in a relationship, success in a career, whatever. If you yeah. show up. Yeah, because you don't want you don't want to. Most days you don't. want you to. You don't go. want to show up to work or relationships. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting when insight. You
2: first, wake up in the morning, are you just like I would just rather cocoon it right here all day, and not <laughs> see a soul.
3: Uh, yeah, okay. but I do agree. Showing up is ninety five percent. Ninety five percent. Or am
2: I thinking of when they're talking about something a else? Film casting is ninety five percent. What? What? Thomas, do you know? <laughs> Were you up all night? Not at all. Although I do have a hard time going to sleep at night.
3: It says that Woody Allen once said that eighty percent of success in life is just showing up. Cheryl, way to quote. I love quoting who Woody Allen at every turn, <laughs>
2: <laughs> just to get us off on a good start.
3: Wow. Ah. Yeah. Thanks, Woody. I mean, in that case, I I do think he's right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, crickets.
3: I would say just just to put it out yes. there, I would say in most other ways, I think he's wrong. <laughs>
2: okay, that's fair. I hear you. <laughs> Um. Okay, let's just, shall we just jump in? Mm-hmm. Today's a very exciting episode because
3: we're really in the holiday spirit. Last year we did well, the
2: fruitcake.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I kicked it off in the holiday spirit by party hopping you did. all night. You did.
2: Yeah. So you're bringing that with you as a flavor for today's episode. I didn't go to bed at 9 fa la la
3: Fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. <laughs>
2: Um, Santa Camp, this is about Santa Camp, Mm is a 2022 documentary directed by Nick Sweeney. Mm -hmm. The documentary explores the topic of diversity in Santa Claus, featuring footage from the New England Santa Society's Santa Camp Training School. Santa Camp is available to watch on HBO Max. Well, well,
3: well. <laughs> <laughs> had you had you heard of this before? Not at it was all. Presented to us. Okay. Not at all. Had you heard? Had of you it? heard of Santa Camp? No. Like had no. Okay. Had you? No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean,
2: once again, it's like a group of people that find each other mm-hmm.
3: to do something weird. <laughs> I would say a group of people that are jolly looking. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: It me of, like you know when you go uh, to audition for something and you walk into <laughs> you walk into a room and it's like huh there are six people that look exactly like me and then one that looks really different like thrown in for good measure yeah that's how this Santa camp it was just like a bunch of predominantly older white mm-hmm. is it fair to say chubby does anybody want to be called chubby let's say well
3: Hefty? I kind of was using jolly.
2: Oh, I see. Oh, you were using jolly just to sort of paint the picture of...
3: What you think Santa (laughs) might look like. I mean, we're not hurting anybody's feelings, however... How do you know we're not? I feel like we probably do from time to time.
2: Well, if somebody's jolly and they're like, how dare they describe... If somebody's jolly... (laughs) So if now like you're to, just taking that on as, that's how you describe They like it. to describe themselves as jolly, and now you just tainted it with a belly roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found this documentary very interesting.
3: Yeah, it was definitely interesting.
2: And it's, it was a really good time to reflect on, what the hell are we doing with the whole, what have we been doing? <laughs> With the whole idea of Santa, and why do we bring little kids who are terrified of a man dressed up, and then we ask the kids to sit on
3: his lap, and that's a lot of it's weird. Oh yeah, the child screaming and the child screaming, and it's like just do it. Yeah, just do it. Yeah, where's the joy? We've created a look of a person mm. that children are terrified by yeah. and we, we've we stuck with it. We've stuck with it. You know what? Coke already really ran with this. They were saying that back in the day <laughs> I don't know
2: what year it was. I will say the 50s.
3: It could be off. Before Christ.
2: <laughs> Before Christ in 1952. 1950 BC. <laughs> that Coca-Cola did an ad with Santa and it was a an old, older white jolly guy that was jolly with a beard and a mustache mm-hmm. and the long yeah. white hair uh, drinking a Coke.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that became what Santa looks like.
2: Which is interesting because it is what happened before that Coke commercial.
3: <laughs> um, I feel like Santa looked a little more like a a man like a that guy. lived in the woods. Oh, you know, looked a little more Sasquatchy. No, like a, a lumber. Uh, what am I thinking? Like like how David Letterman looks now. Maybe like a
2: guy just, that just let his beard go, go long. No, and...
3: I feel like I feel like David Letterman looks a little Coca Cola Santa now mm, mm. and if i could give him any advice i would say you
2: should because you know he's
3: listening yeah hey david hey david hey, david, hey. i would shave the beard
2: i know i know <laughs> i wish he'd shave a the lumberjack beard. is what
3: not like a muscular why will he shave the beard well, i don't know gosh i don't know he must love it clearly
2: clearly he loves it Okay. Anyway, Anyway, this is not an uh, intervention (laughs) for David Letterman.
3: (laughs) We're just saying it's a hard look to pull off a long white beard. I haven't heard anybody say Dave looks so much better with that beard.
2: Yeah, no, nobody nobody has said it. But I think he doesn't give a flying
3: fucker ball. I know, oh, 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 I know. Oh, Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know know. he does not care. Oh, I know he doesn't. I can't imagine he would care about a thing that came out of my mouth. And I'm (laughs) sure he probably has some notes on my look.
2: Maybe he has a podcast and he's already given you notes and you don't even know it. Yeah. What if he does have a podcast and that's all he does is comment on people's looks? (laughs)
3: Mine, specifically. Yours especially. So I'm saying I feel like Santa maybe looked a little, not like a lumberjack that's, like, fit, Mm. but just a little more scrappy, you know, Ah. just an old man in the woods with a long white beard. Like an
2: ill-fitting suit, not necessarily a giant... Jolly. (laughs) You really don't want to say... Can you say husky? Is husky... Husky.
3: Santa's husky. Husky. Do people mind husky? We will find out. (laughs) The only way to find out is to put this out into the universe and then get backlash. see what happens. Saying Santa is husky.
2: Right. And by the way, I did see Mm -hmm. that one of our listeners, remember when Mm -hmm. we were talking about prostitutes? Oh, yeah. yeah. A person did say that we should call them sex workers. That's what I said on the podcast i guess i'm saying that you're right even though i don't i don't want to say that but do you want to wrestle (laughs) i could definitely take you today i'm I'm sure of it you could take me any day (laughs) (laughs) and that's so sad because i'm (sighs) scrawny okay listen let's get back on to santa get back on santa's lap here um (laughs) A group of guys from the New England Santa Society, mm. you know, in this, they're sitting at a picnic table, and they're having lunch, and they're sharing their Santa stories, and you know, what are hilarious things that happened, and and then they are talking about, you that, you know, their their whole group is white uh-huh. at that point. Yeah. Their group was white, and they were all around 65 years old, and- That's like the group I socialize with. <laughs> And then they discuss diversifying their group and bringing on some new Santas. And I mean, first of all, the Santa camp is like, <laughs> it's like a sleep-awake camp. For Santas. For Santas. And <laughs> Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus. And a few elves sprinkled in. I, honestly, I only saw one elf.
3: Wasn't there some reindeer? I'm going to say Yes. I'm not there's sure no exactly where the reindeer. Was. <laughs> I saw some deer-like creatures uh, <sighs> with antlers. Yes, there were. There were.
2: Yes, I mean, there's no guideline to what happens in Santa Camp or how much people should pay for it. Uh-huh. So, do you want to hear a conversation between Santa and Mrs. Claus debating over their pricing? <laughs> We have to take a break. Come on, we were just about to. Uh,
3: So after we come back, yeah, after we come back, we'll be right back on Tig and Cheryl' true True Story. story, Santa Camp. Tis the season, Santa Camp.
1: This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution.
0: Visit SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's SleepingDogsMovie.com slash Wondery.
3: And we're back on Tig and Cheryl, True, True Story, Story, talking about Santa, Santa Camp. Camp.
2: Okay, okay, and now we're going to hear uh, Santa and Mrs. Claus have a
3: discussion this is actual Santa and actual Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Claus, so Claus. pretty exciting. Why doesn't she have a first name? She does. <laughs> I have heard Santa's um, ask for the pricing schedule, and it'd be
2: $100 for me and Mrs. Claus. And they said, well, oh, you know, that's a little steep.
1: How about if Mrs. Claus doesn't come? And he said, it will be $150. <laughs> That's a good point. We we, uh, we have a, 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 another idea to that. Let's say I, I want to get a dollar for a visit. So rather than charging 50 cents for Santa and 50 cents for Mrs. Claus, I say Santa is 75 cents and Mrs. Claus, you can add her in for a quarter. <laughs>
2: Imagine <laughs> a bunch of people sitting in a room dressed like Santa and Mrs. Claus having this debate.
3: <laughs> it was it's a point you're like, I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> you were watching Santa Camp.
2: <laughs> um, I really did not get a, I didn't get a clear idea of what Santa and Mrs. Claus gets paid. But also it's none of my business.
3: Well, none of this is really any of our business. But, you know, somebody did say that they'll make, what, a $1,000 or $200 an hour, a $1,000 a day. I don't remember. I crunched the numbers in the moment. But it seems like if you're making that kind of cash and you just worked your belly off (laughs) through the season.
2: It's a pretty good gig. I mean, it seems like a lot of... Uh, people are retired and then this is just their passion yeah. remember it's like mm-hmm. uh, the Halloween thing the guy that loved oh, worked oh. on the Halloween thing his right. haunted house all year and then it's really so came interesting to
3: life to see people's passions <laughs> it like, is. this is such a specific passion it's so
2: specific so when the mall of America which is the biggest mm-hmm. mall
3: in America yeah, it did and might still have a comedy club there. I've performed there. Are you serious? Yes, I have performed there numerous times. People
2: go to the mall to watch stand-up comedy? Yes. I wasn't like next to, you know, chicks on a stick. Jamba Juice,
3: basically. I don't know. Are <laughs> you like telling jokes and then walk over and get a Jamba Juice? <laughs> Which, by the way, Jamba Juice does not sell juice.
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's, what is in, what is,
3: I mean, we're like not here. smoothies. It's not
2: an expose. Yeah, smoothies, right. They don't really have
3: juice. Or do they? They don't have juice. They don't have juice. They don't have juice. Hmm. Well, that seems a little misleading. <laughs> yeah, great plan, Jamba.
2: <laughs> so when they hired a black Santa, there was a lot of backlash and racist comments. Mm-hmm. And angry people boycotted them all. Fox News publicly ridiculed the decision to have a Santa who's black. And then they show a little clip of um Megyn Kelly, uh-huh. who was like, well, everybody knows Santa's white.
3: <laughs> it's like, well. Yeah, also Santa's not real. <laughs>
2: Well, don't. Listen if, if you have kids don't listening. Blow. Well, if you have kids listening. We've already said fucker balls, so that's on you. Wait, in this episode you did?
3: Yeah. When?
2: I said what the fucker balls or something?
3: Oh, don't oh, give okay. a fucker ball. Doesn't matter. I just I didn't hear you say it. And um You don't listen to most things I say. No, of course not, but if your child is listening, then you know. Here comes a spoiler alert. <laughs> Santa is not real. Oh
2: no! Right. So then, for someone to say, "Well, everyone knows Santa," Santa's white. White. It's, it's like then you go, "Well,
3: <laughs> well, do you know that Santa's not real?" Well, it also reminds me of when people say that Jesus is white, and then you know you you see black families that have a G, a black Jesus on mm-hmm. their wall, right? <laughs> unless we see
2: a birth
3: certificate and
2: by the way we don't need to see any it doesn't matter
3: you're saying we don't need to see santa's birth certificate <laughs> yeah, Cheryl. That's <laughs> because i would like to see that and and jesus is I'm saying, i, I don't, don't need to see it <laughs> i don't really? i am what this documentary reminded me of is that Why do people care? Like, why? Why did they find somebody else at a mall and there was a black Santa or a trans Santa? Right. Like, who cares? I would just be like, oh my God, this is awesome. There's a black Santa. Right. It would be so fun and
2: exciting. It's weird that people spend so much time and effort just so worried about other people. So in this documentary, even one of the, can I say old timers? Is old timer sure. a bad derogatory? We will see.
3: We will see. <laughs> one of the old timers. Husky old timer, Come
2: Santa camp. <laughs> Someone <laughs> writes it in and says, I consider myself an old timer and I do not appreciate you using the word that way. <laughs> um, what did the old timer say? It points out and says St. Nicholas was from Turkey. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't even white but then also was there really a saint nicholas or i don't know i get confused
3: (laughs) clearly are we saying that there definitely was a saint whether there really was a santa claus (laughs) or or a saint nicholas yeah or kris kringle (laughs) Right. Um, By the way, Chris Kringle
2: never came up in this documentary. No. I really, it, that also confused me because I'm like, yeah. "What
3: is Chris? Who is Chris Kringle?" A bunch of nonsense. <laughs> is Chris <laughs> it's Kringle a bunch like of holiday nonsense that you can embrace,
2: or, or... you can not worry yeah. about?
3: You can go. Okay, it's Santa. It's Saint Nicholas. It's Chris uh, Kringle. They're black. They're trans. They're the Coke white Santa. <laughs> grab your it's, Santa and go. It's a lot of uh,
2: lying. That's. I mean, I really couldn't believe it when I found out Santa wasn't real because I was like, "Wait, did you find out in this doc?" <laughs> when I when I watched it last night, I was like, "What? Huh? Huh?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure Dr. Becky Hines told me. I'm sure she couldn't wait to tell me to spoil my childhood. But I was like, that can't be true because why would all the grownups be lying all together, like all of them? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, that's exactly what's been happening for your whole life up until
3: now. And it's It's like, that can't be true. I had to go ask my mom if it was true. And she said it, it's all a lie. Ah, some about the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because I was on to things before my older brother was. Oh, and I—I I mean, my mother and my stepfather did not go out of their way to hide the presents. They were just in their closet. Uh huh. And so I found them, and, and there when- were little tags that said. From, from Santa. <laughs> no. And and I went and caught my brother oh, and I told no. him I was like there's no Santa. Oh. And he was like <laughs> oh no. He was like that's not true. Oh. And I was like no it is. There's no Santa. He was like don't say that. Oh. And I brought him <laughs> into their, Oh, you were like I got room. proof. <laughs> yeah, I got proof. <laughs> and then after that my mother and Rick started putting our presents at our next-door neighbor's house, oh. hiding them over there. And were you like, it's too late, you guys? We know. Well, I was a little... I remember feeling like, wait, where are the presents? Because I looked in their closet oh, again. Oh, next nothing. year? Yeah. Ah. And And then they said, well, because
2: you don't believe, you're not getting presents.
3: I don't remember what they said, but... Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but it, wasn't it weird when you found out, and you were like, "Yeah, it is weird."
3: And I struggle with that as a parent. I I'm do too. Like,
2: and when Doctor Becky and I had kids, we were like, "We're not doing the Santa thing." And it's also yeah. we felt we felt like it's not fair to kids that that don't get presents from uh-huh. Santa. Not everybody can afford to give presents from Santa. You know what I mean? It was just, it's not fair, and it's a weird lie. And we were like, we are not
3: doing it. Cut two. Cut two <laughs> We did it. <laughs> I know. Stephanie and I had the same conversation. But then it was like... Christmas is really Stephanie's favorite holiday. Aww. And I kind of had gotten a little bah humbuggy over the years. Yeah. And then when I got together with her i was like okay okay i'll get in the spirit and now i'm full blown with her on it
2: and it's hard with kids because they're excited about santa
3: yeah and they're excited from the outside world not and everybody lives through it when they They find out there's no santa they live through it it just seems like there's better it's gotta be a better way but the fun and the spirit of it all, I think, outweighs the, like, wait, there's no Santa? Because I think they get, like, a a slow realization through school. You know, there's kind of... It eases them in because k- other kids start talking, start about, talking how about there's it. no Santa.
2: Well, then it really puts parents in a bind. when it's like, yeah.
3: Sally said there's no Santa.
2: And it's like, yeah, <laughs> Well, I mean... <laughs> Santa's what you think Christmas is about. (laughs) Santa's in
3: your heart.
2: (laughs) Santa's in your heart. Okay.
3: There's a husky old timer in your heart. You have to take a break. Oh, for balls.
2: Okay. And then when we come back, I'm going to let you know what happens in this documentary.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. We will be right back on Tig and Cheryl True True story, Story discussing Santa Camp.
0: Santa Camp.
3: We're back on Tig and Cheryl True Story, talking about Santa Camp and okay. how everyone needs to relax about Santa. Yes, yes.
2: So now there is a guy named Chris who it lives in Little Rock, Arkansas. And he put up a, you know, everybody does the inflatable Santa Claus yeah. and, you know, bull, mm-hmm. bull schniz in their front yard. Well, he yeah. had a black Santa blow up. Yeah, and well, he's black. And yes, and he's black, and he got a hateful letter in the mail.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, when when Chris talks about all of it, he he says that they're in a predominantly white neighborhood, yeah. and just having a black Santa in their yard really bothered Set the
3: neighbor. Yeah,
2: and his neighbor flies a Confederate flag in
3: their mm-hmm. yard. Yeah, so they're uh, coming from really different places.
2: Yeah. And it's cute because Chris is a younger guy. He's not I loved him. I loved him. I loved his wife. Yes, I loved his daughter. His daughter I loved is the so vibe cute. in his house. I, know. I couldn't even deal. And he decided he wanted to channel his anger into something positive. So he rented a Santa costume and dressed up for his daughter and then he decided, you know what? I'm going to go to Santa camp. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Santa camp, I'm going to be a black Santa, so Mm -hmm. people in other communities can feel included.
3: Completely reasonable.
2: Completely
3: reasonable. You sit there and you look at his family, his daughter. Yeah. Like, why? (laughs) Why? 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 Why does it matter? Why? To, to someone else, if they're, their Santa is black, why Go it... find your white Santas or turkey. Yeah. Is that what you call it? A turkey Santa?
2: I don't know that anybody would call it a turkey Santa. A Turkish. <laughs> Turkish. A Turkish, Turkish Santa. Turkish is what
3: I meant. I told you I was up all night. Not, turkey not a turkey Santa. A
2: turkey Santa. But just let it, let it stay. Let in it your, roll. Stay in your own lane. Let as people let them celebrate. People, he's not a real person. And it's not a threat.
3: What somebody right. is, that is not, that a doesn't encroach on anything. It's his in your front life. yard. Relax. <laughs>
2: And then this one is the what this is the storyline that like really got me. So there is also a guy named Finn. Mm-hmm. Oh, how old is Finn? Twenty
3: three? I thought he was like thirty. He's somewhere between twenty-three and thirty. Yeah. We're not mathematicians.
2: <laughs> but he was a very he's a very cute guy. His name is Finn, and he has spina bifida. And he's non speaking. Mm -hmm. for the most part a lot of times he speaks through his iPad so he can
3: touch words or pictures he can do a really solid ho 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 though
2: yes he can do ho 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 (laughs) and he (laughs) is very enchanted with Santa Claus and Mm -hmm. his dream is to be Santa Claus and especially to be Santa Claus in a Christmas parade
3: yeah
2: which when I first heard that I thought That doesn't sound too difficult. And then when you, Mm -hmm. and then you, and his mom, oh my gosh, how much do you love his mom?
3: Yeah. His
2: mom, you know, is calling all of these parades saying, can my son be Santa? But, you know, what you find out is, first of all, and I never thought of it before, but there's only one Santa Claus in Christmas parades. Mm Mm-hmm. And usually that role is already taken. Yeah. And whoever's Mm -hmm. doing it, they love to do it every year and they're not stepping down. Yeah. So that was hard. But then the mom found out about Santa Camp and she's like, then I'll take Finn to Santa Camp. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which also meant that she had to go to Santa Camp. (laughs) (laughs) So Finn is very excited about dressing up like Santa every day. And now the mom is like, did she dress up as an elf or as... Mrs. Claus. I thought
3: she she was Mrs. Claus. You can tell that wasn't her passion. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because in the film, she talks about how this is his passion and has been his whole life. And she said, and then, therefore, it's become my passion. And it is so, it's the epitome of parenting. It really is, yeah. Of like, Taking I can on rattle your... off yeah. yeah take... I can rattle off baseball players' names on the Dodgers. <laughs> 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 That's not that wasn't my world no. where I would know something like that. But
2: now it is and you love it because they love it.
3: Yeah, it's so cute. And watching their story again makes you feel like just like Chris's family and the representation there. Yeah. And Making dreams come true for your life, your family. Same with Finn, right? It's like, why are people trying to get in the way of that? Right, right. Because you're so hung up on the Coca-Cola Santa. <laughs> it goes Go back to Coke down. and Pepsi. They've Go really caused problems. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, get a real problem. <laughs> get a real problem in life before i hear any of this ever again i don't think the snarkables are
2: the problem this is we're preaching to the choir as they say okay well and then there's also levi he's trans and wants to be a santa for the lgbtq community and his Mm -hmm. wife heidi is very supportive and goes with him and dresses (laughs) up as mrs claus
3: Although is Doctor Claus,
2: right? Yeah. So
3: tell him about that part because that was so fun. Well, just that she got her PhD, right? Yeah. She uh, identifies as a doctor, and she's not going to be.
2: You want to hear Heidi talking to at the Mrs. Claus meeting?
3: Sure.
1: Yeah. My view is, Mrs. Claus is Santa's wife. When he's not there, she's in charge. Um. She takes care of him, like any good wife, you know? Th- I'm sorry. I'm Dr. Claus, like I am not the wife. Like I have my PhD, you're not gonna call me Mrs. Claus, I'm Dr. Claus. My spouse is trans and I'm queer. Like actually when we, we come together, I really want to not bring up the fact that we're married and instead really emphasize like Santa's got a job and I've got a job and we work together and really make that space for folks that was very that
2: was inspiring you know when they clapped and um Mm -hmm. yeah one of the mrs claus um does not want to wear a dress she wants to wear pants that's where
3: i would be yeah i'd be in my um tube top my mrs claus overalls oh (laughs) overalls coveralls
2: tube top and daisy dukes Mm. (laughs) <laughs> when I think of you, Tig, that's how I think of you. Well, at least you're thinking
3: of me. Mm-hmm.
2: But that was very sweet. I, th- I liked that moment. And I thought that the Mrs. Clauses were very accepting. And, you know, mm-hmm. they liked the idea. And, and there was a tense scene with Mrs. Claus. And it seemed like a rando Santa. It did not seem like one of the guys from the film. Mm-hmm.
3: But they were... Rando <laughs>
2: But they were at a ice hockey ice hockey game, I guess, and they were gonna ride the zambonis, <laughs> and Santa was very upset that Mrs. Claus, what did she want? Like equal time on the ice or something? And and he was like, "We're not doing this right now. This is not what <laughs> Christmas is about. I'm Santa." And, and was, I'm a good
3: time. I'm fun.
2: <laughs> I'm fun. And then the crowd was loving Mrs. Claus. And then they show the Zamboni that had the Santa on leave early. <laughs> 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 it's like, I don't know. You just, if you're the people in the stands, you're probably not at all thinking about what the dynamic is between Mrs. and Mr. Claus. But I love that no. that's what's going on backstage. Mr. and Mrs. Claus. <laughs>
3: I sure. oh, get just a really quick yeah, calling him a rando Santa. Yeah, my sons are so into using the word random uh-huh. right now, they are. And yes, like we'll, <laughs> we'll be driving along, and some one of them, like Finn, will just be like, uh, Look at that just random van sitting there parked. <laughs> Look, Max. Look at that random van. <laughs> <laughs> Max is like, "Oh yeah, wonder what that's doing." I don't know. It's random.
2: I wonder where they learned the word, but I like I like that they're very excited to use it all the time.
3: Oh my! It's overused, it's overused. in our house. Everything is random. Well, that's so random. I don't want just like a random dinner tonight. <laughs> Why I don't want to wear these? These short these these are just random shorts. (laughs) It's It's endless. Everything is so random. It's so random. Yeah, you just randomly got that from my dresser. (laughs) Well, I guess, but I was trying to match it with your shirt. It's not that random. It's not that random.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The thing about this documentary that I thought was very sweet, is the people at Santa Camp seemed pretty excited. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, like, include Levi and Finn and
3: Chris. Well, that's what I was saying in the beginning, is they might not have done it right perfectly. I think that's the necessary growth spurt. Is right. that you open the door and you're gonna hit some bumps, but it felt like, based on the edit of this documentary, yeah, that they were attempting, yeah, and succeeding in many different. Ways. I thought so many of them seemed very open and into yeah. the discussion, and yeah, trying to make changes, and,
2: yeah. And the discussion seemed to be well. I I've never even thought that Santa was anything other than a old white guy.
3: Well, and that's the other thing is it goes back to if you don't. If there's not really much in your life that is challenging inclusivity, mm-hmm. you might look at these different points of view and be like, "Why? What? Well, just make it the the white Santa, that Coke. Like this is all right. ridiculous, or right. you know, this is how and, this uh, is how everyone does it. It's like, yeah, maybe
2: everyone in your tiny circle does it that way. And I, yes, I yeah. hear you,
3: and I understand. Or that. maybe even. People in your huge circle, yeah. However big your circle is, yeah, it doesn't mean that other people's needs or the representation that comes with their existence is nothing or insignificant, right? Or just because it's not it doesn't intersect your
2: circle. And I thought yeah. the old timers <laughs> did a pretty good <laughs> job of it. I mean, there was a sweet white guy. Who said to Chris? Who said, you know, we've never had a black Santa at Santa Camp before, and I just want to uh-huh. make sure, you know, I'm saying the right thing, and I'm not. S-. And then he kind yeah. of stopped himself and he said, "Now I feel like even saying that, I've felt, self- I've said the wrong thing because why would it be different? Right, I'm going to stop talking." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was sweet because he was making an attempt and he's, you
3: know, it was genuine. It was like... But then he caught himself. And then he going, caught himself. Oh God, he's like, He could hear himself. Yeah, good. And then Why you could I... see oh, Chris my... just <laughs> kind of like, oh, God, just another day in the life. I know. You know, the yeah. the one guy making an attempt and doing it terribly. <laughs> and, and then Chris, who's sitting there going... Can anyone just be normal? (laughs) Can anyone just be normal? (laughs) Can anyone just be normal?
2: You don't have to be the black guy at Santa Camp. (laughs) I can just be the guy.
3: Yes.
2: But it was very sweet because then at one point you see all the Santas around the campfire, (laughs) which seemed like it was kind of a cute, odd moment. Uh, But I guess that's what you do at Santa Camp. They all sort of... Sit around the fire and share their thoughts. Uh huh. And Chris got up and read the letter, that hateful mm-hmm. letter. Yeah. And they seemed, the other guys there seemed, um, I mean, they, you saw some wiping tears away from their eyes.
3: Well, it feels like one of those examples of you can hear or see on this documentary or any time in life that people are discriminated against or treated so despicably right yeah and then you have a moment like that where chris is reading the hateful words yeah and you see
2: the one person being affected by it it's not just a group that you never see you never right think about it's a person with feelings and they're saying this is yeah and you see how painful it is
3: Yeah. This is a person in the world who deserves to have a good and happy, safe life, just like you're living. Yeah. And so does his wife, and so does his daughter, and so does his community. Yeah, And your existence and your way is not more important and above anybody else's. Yeah. And if you don't like it, go find your Coca-Cola Santa elsewhere.
2: Yeah. So... He threw the 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 letter in the fire, and they all cheered. And he said, "I'm coming back next year, and I'm bringing my wife."
3: His poor wife mm. is like, "You boy, <laughs> <laughs> why are you dragging me?" <laughs> <to synagogue? laughs> yeah, he's like, "Here's the good news, and I'm coming <laughs> back with my wife." <laughs> she's like, "Oh God, let me check my calendar." <laughs> you know what? I'm busy.
2: Whatever <laughs> month that's happening, and and then. I love this part of the story Chris goes back to his community And now it is Christmas time Because Santa Camp happens It doesn't happen that close to Christmas Because, you know, that's crunch time Mm
1: -hmm. So
2: they do it early When they have time to really think it through Mm -hmm. But he comes back to Little Rock And decides I'm going to make even more Black Christmas characters Mm -hmm. And he finds a local artist But was it so great when the Christmas decorations went up and a lot of the white neighbors put up black Santas in their front yard. I was like, oh, my God.
3: It's incredible.
2: It was so great. It was so great. It was really ah, beautiful. I know. And then on a a less uh, joyful note, Levi, the trans santa they decide they're gonna have a trans santa event
1: and mm-hmm. pastor
2: andy is coordinating this event and now they're starting to feel people heating up over the idea of a trans santa well
3: yeah there were the conservative christian Aww. people that showed up yeah. you know calling them trannies and just Viewing hatefulness in the name of the Lord. Protesters
2: that called themselves Proud Boys showed up and accused them of being perverted and evil and destroying Santa. And it was sad. It was really so sad. However, you did get to see Levi and Heidi Mm -hmm. as Santa and Dr. Claus.
3: (laughs) <laughs> and there were kids that were going in and sitting Well, it was really interesting the moment with Levi where Levi got emotional saying, you know, that there wasn't that representation growing up and yeah. and it's such a it's one of those moments for I had for myself where I was thinking like Gosh, that's it. That's just so not in my world, you right. know, just not being trans right. and then thinking there was a kid, a trans kid that wanted to be Santa. Right. Wouldn't, it's so. Like it just like, wouldn't cross probably, your mind. No, and it probably narrows down to three people on earth <laughs> right. that ever had that experience. Right. Not really, but you know, it's like to want to be Santa is very few people. Yeah. That's a on handful the of people that are yeah.
2: so and passionate about. Yeah, and then to be about, trans. Yeah, then that narrows it is, down is even more.
3: Fewer, and then trans people that want to be Santa. That Santa camp is probably very tiny. <laughs> it's be, it's gonna, but no it's less right. important. Exactly, no less important. And to, like I said, I would bring my kids to Coke Santa, Black Santa, Spina Bifida Santa. Yeah. and uh trans santa i just yeah can't imagine how that would take away negatively affect from... my family's life it's absurd it is absurd
2: and then finn because his mm-hmm. mom had called so put out so many calls for a christmas
3: parade again epitome of a parent <sighs> Going to no end, yes, the amount of energy
2: she well mm-hmm. put puts into his life,
3: yeah, you know,
2: listen, kids are a lot, and a kid with a special need or a different need is a lot. it is twenty four seven and it's yeah, and this really hit me because you know, my nephew Michael, yeah, has cerebral palsy, and he's been in a wheelchair since you know he was two, and He's very passionate about some things that make Mm -hmm. him so happy. Like he loves Mickey Mouse, even though he's 19, but loves Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. So, when you see Finn in this documentary, who loves Santa Claus, (laughs) and we find out that he gets to be Santa in a Christmas parade, I mean, and then you see the parade. And he's in a Santa outfit and he's sitting in his sleigh. That was also part of it. And he has his own elves by him. Um, Oh, and people were cheering for him. It was like,
3: yeah. Whoa. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. And again, why would anyone try and take that away from or not encourage this person? Who has this one shot to be alive on the planet? Right. Why would you take that away from them or say no? Why?
2: I know. And then winding it down, we also see Chris and his wife dress up as Santa and Mrs. Claus for their local (laughs) Christmas event. And some families traveled over 300 miles to see a black Santa. And the parents had so much gratitude.
3: That white beard looked great on him. (gasps) He died, oh
2: my God. So Chris, (laughs) so Chris dyed or bleached his beard white. That's dedication.
3: Yeah, it looked so good.
2: It looked insane. (laughs) It was like, if my husband just walked down the stairs with a bleached white beard, I'd be like, wait a second, I need a moment.
3: I, I thought it looked awesome. He
2: did. He looked fantastic. And then we see he's so cute, too, because mm-hmm. he's got like his sunglasses on <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. and his suit yeah. looks great. He had some style.
2: And Then he wrapped to Notorious B.I.G. What version of he did a version of some Christmas Carol.
3: There's no way to know. <laughs> There's no no way to
2: know. <laughs> Even though we watched it and they're <laughs> playing it right now. Anyway, it was really, really fun. Yeah, it was really fun to watch.
3: I yeah, thought. yeah.
2: <sighs> Are you ready for our final thoughts? Yes, it's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry?
3: No, I was touched. Did you cry? I did. Oh my god! I figured. I did. I cried when
2: the white people put black Santas on their lawn.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was so, uh, it made, it moved me. And then, of course, when Finn was in the parade, I was just yeah. like, oh, my God, <laughs> I could not, I was like, <sighs> I had to, like, take a moment to collect myself to get through it, because yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if these yeah. people know how much it means to Finn. yeah. But it was just amazing that people showed up and people were so excited. And,
3: and the way he expressed himself with his fist. Oh, yeah. Would, his arm he would shake. Yeah, because
2: that's, you know, sign language for yes is when you yeah. have your fist. And mm-hmm. you, but he did a, sort of a wild one. His, yeah, yeah. his yeses were big and it was, strong. Yeah. 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 Oh, who were you attracted to? We're both going to say the same person. Let's do it on three, Chris. <laughs> you just I just why could not okay, you wait one, till three? Two, three. Chris. Chris. You could not wait. <laughs> God dang it. Okay, it's time for true story talk back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to say to anybody in the documentary?
3: Yeah, the um the Proud Boys and Chris's Ugh. neighbors <laughs> and uh, anybody I think I already said it throughout the documentary but to really really I know the snurk Bulls, I would say are predominantly on our side with um, our viewpoints or support ours even if they might be different but I just just the reminder that everybody has this one chance to be alive on the planet and these people are not hurting you These people are trying to experience the level of joy and safety that you are. Yeah. And they're not hurting you. Yeah. They're not hurting your family. Leave them alone. Yeah. Not just leave them alone. Find a way to celebrate them.
2: Yeah, I agree. Well, I would like to say to Finn's mom. Mm Mm-hmm that you're amazing and to all the parents out there it's a hard job but to watch her in this it was really inspiring and then chris Mm -hmm. and his family thank you Mm -hmm. for being so strong yeah you know i mean somebody gets a hateful letter that tells you to move out of the neighborhood that's hard to it's hard to take it's hard to hear and it's what you do about it that defines your character
3: well, I think everybody handled everything so inspiringly well, except the Santa
2: on the Zimboni. Zamboni. Zamboni, Zamboni, Zamboni. No
3: way to know. No way to know.
2: <laughs> that guy. Ah, oh, that guy.
3: That guy.
2: Hey, that guy. Hey, stop it! <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> hey, that guy. Hey. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> Oh God, um, a Tig. That's all for this week's episode. We're gonna take a break next week for the holidays, and then mm-hmm. we'll be we'll be back on January second to talk about Harry and Meghan on Netflix. Yes,
3: <laughs> yes we will.
2: <laughs> We're gonna break it down. We're gonna break it down. Okay, before we go, would you like to read some true fan mail? Yes. Okay, this is from Melissa. Hey, Hey, Melissa. Hey, Hey, Tig and Cheryl. Hey, I was so happy to hear that you both hate the word horny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even like saying it when I'm reading this letter. What, horny? (laughs) I always thought it was a prude weirdo in my hatred of that word. I won't even call a horny toad a horny toad. I simply (laughs) say a toad of some kind.
3: (laughs) a toad of a certain age (laughs) a
2: toad of a certain age (laughs) love the show it brings me so much joy to laugh relate question and speculate alongside you you two are so funny your dynamic is so endearing and sweet but that said i don't think you're a couple (laughs) keep doing it again and again i think because some of our listeners are like oh they think we're a couple a
3: couple. We're
2: both married <laughs> <I don't, laughs> to other people. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think you're a couple. And she said sincerely, "Melissa, a loyal
3: snark bowl." Well, M- Melissa, for someone who hates the word "horny," you sure used it a lot in that email. <laughs> That's I, all I have to say. She won't call a horny
2: toad a to horny toad. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, this is from Tezra. Hey, Tezra, Hey,
3: Hey. hey. Hey.
2: Hey, Cheryl and Tig, hey. Oh, I like that Tesra says Cheryl and Tig instead of Tig and Cheryl. Just a quick oh, note to let well, you know. I'm going
3: to tap out on this one.
2: <laughs> Just a quick note to let you know that you've really made something special. How do I know it's special, you ask? Because when I listen to this podcast, my 14-year-old daughter actually turns her music off and takes out her earbuds to listen with me. Now that <laughs> is something to brag about. <laughs> it out to the <laughs> <alert. laughs> The two of you have added many new phrases to our family lexicon. There's no way to know and scram clown are used on the daily. We also now call our cat tower puss town. My hubby shakes his head when we say look, meatball is going to puss town. <laughs> and then laugh and laugh. Meatball is our cat, by
3: the way. Ah, meatball. Meatball. A meatball <laughs> is going to puss town. That poor uh, husband so horny. is like,
2: jeez, you guys, thanks for making a show that my 14-year-old doesn't think is stupid. You're out here doing God's work, but not the God that Jair Bear and Becky worship.
3: Whoever they are. Jair. <laughs> you don't know who they are. <laughs>
2: Wait, who are they? They're from, uh, Thomas. The Fallwells.
3: Oh, the Falwells.
2: Oh, uh, the
3: <laughs> Should we make a, a t-shirt for our merchandise that says, I'm a horny snarkful?
2: <laughs> I'm a horny snarkful. Just
3: horny snarkful. <laughs> oh, God. I would not wear it. Would you wear it? No. no nobody's going to wear it. People would wear it. Thomas ah.
2: would. You guys, that that was from Tezra and Olivia, the fourteen year old. Oh god, that really makes me laugh because when I used to take my daughter to school, Cat, she'd get in the car in the morning and put in her earbuds. I was like, Excuse me. I'm I'm <laughs> not, you know, your Uber driver. Like it's it's only ten minutes. Can you just she'd be like, Oh, okay. You know, and then I'm like,
3: Okay, now I know that I'm making her take her. Yeah, and Making now it's like, I me. don't have anything to say. Yeah. Like, like, okay, my earbuds are out. What do you want to yeah. say? I don't know. Do you have any new friends? <laughs> I always force conversation on Max and Finn when they're like <laughs> sitting down to eat or they're on the couch watching a show. And I'm like, so what happened at school today? And they're like, I don't know. Well, and then just good. just random stuff. <laughs> How's your sandwich? It's fine. Fine, it tastes like it always does. Oh okay. Can you leave me alone? So, so yeah, you like sorry it? To bother you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I. I just want to hold you. <laughs> is what I mean.
2: No. You have no idea. I just want to hold you. Cat senior year, it was just like Let me just give you a quick hug goodbye. <laughs> she's Clamp. Like, <laughs> she's like, "Oh god." She's like, "Mom, please. I I'm, I have to go to school. Like don't make it weird." It's like, "I'm not making it weird. I'm just saying goodbye." <laughs>
3: That's like when Max and Finn will come over and wake me up in my bed. And I'll be like, oh, can I get a hug and kiss? And then I'm like, clamp. And then I'm like, will you just snuggle with me for a second? <laughs> I'm like, Why is our mom so needy? <laughs> I know.
2: Like, don't go near her. She's so needy.
3: It's so horrifying because everything you hear starts to happen to you. I know. I'm making jokes that they think are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like forcing a hug clamp where I'm like, please, just for one more second. No,
2: you know what? When I'm a driving cat and I'm singing along to the radio to my favorite song, not bothering a soul in the world, I can see that she's videoing me and putting putting it on her Snapchat. And I'm like, you know what? You're ruining this Tom Jones song for me.
3: You're ruining this Paul Anka tune.
2: (laughs) Really? It's taking me back. I was having a moment and now you ruined it. (laughs) Put your ear paws back in. I don't care. Oh, my face hurts. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. Is there anything that you need to
3: tell people? Well,. Um, I have merchandise for sale on my website. Okay. And uh, I think we have merchandise, our Tig and Cheryl True Story merchandise. Yeah. You know, the holidays are here. The holidays are right? here. I have a book. I'm just a person. I have albums. Wow. Get people these things. Why not? Why not, huh? you guys? Pick up a T-shirt that doesn't even exist that says, Horny Snurple. <laughs> Tis the season. And then post it for us.
2: Then tag uh, <laughs> Tiki Cheryl True Story. and If we do a live tour
3: ever, yeah. you know people are going to show up with horny snarkful t-shirts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would make me so happy.
3: Uh... All right.
2: All right. That's it, you guys. That's it. Have the best holiday. And we will see you. Or we won't see you. <laughs>
3: No, you'll you'll be hearing from us in 2023.
2: Yes, 2023. Yeah. All right, Mm -hmm. stay safe and happy and jolly. Should we do it again? Yep, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Thomas Ouellette, audio engineered and edited by Thomas Ouellette, with production assistance from Bobby Pearson. Music by David Susson. Special thanks to Gabi Kobosich, Patrick McDonald, and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com.
0: That was a headgum podcast.